0: welcome back to dave's podcast this morning i'm going to our local church which is just down the road from us and every so often i get to lead the service there so i will be speaking this morning and i looked in the lectionary to see what the set readings were the one i chose was from luke uh, 18 and uh, it's verses 9 to 14 but it's a story uh, that jesus tells about two men who go to the temple to pray And one of them is a Pharisee and the other one is a tax collector. And it's about pride and humility and self-awareness and recognising your own frailty and your own flaws and your own weaknesses and not using your own privileges as a weapon over others, all that kind of thing really. And uh, the Pharisee looks down on the tax collector and uh, the Pharisee presents to God his case for why he's acceptable. Everything he does that's good And he fulfills the law And he's an incredible specimen of uh, religious devotion And all the tax collector can do is stand further back And gruffle really And ask God for help Because he doesn't have any case to make He he isn't acceptable in any way to God. And yet Jesus delivers the whammy at the end that, you know, if you know the story, we forget the power of it really. But basically Jesus says that the one without any viable religious credentials goes home accepted and justified before God. And the Pharisee is the one who's in trouble. The Pharisee is the one who needs to look at himself and reassess and adjust as to how he approaches God and how he sees himself. What I discovered was when I was looking at this passage was that it actually falls in a collection of three stories about pride and humility. It often works like that. The gospel writers didn't just randomly write down their stories as they remembered them. They carefully crafted what they wrote. And they often put together stories that would complement each other or, or perhaps one would shed light on the other. So what you find in Luke chapter 18... Is that The first eight verses are a story about a widow who goes to a corrupt judge. And uh, it's a story I really like because I think there's there's, um, a lot of layers to this thing going on. And in particular, what I like about it is this. I think, oddly, it has a theologically incorrect picture of God. And yet it's a picture that I think a lot of us would tap into. Because God is represented not by the widow, but by the judge. And the judge is corrupt, and he's unjust, and he's unfair. And I think Jesus chose that picture, because he knows that back then and today, the world is full of people who fear that God is unjust, and fear that he's waiting to judge them. And so that was the image he used, to tap into the image that a lot of us have, to say, actually, even though you have this incorrect image of God, don't give up. Keep on praying, keep on knocking, keep on asking to break through actually to a better image, a clearer image of the compassionate God. But also, what I like about this story is this the woman who comes to God is a poor widow and she would have had nothing. And it must surely have reminded people of the story of Abraham because it's a story of persistence in prayer. And what happens with Abraham is he meets God and he pleads for the city of Sodom because he doesn't want it destroyed. And he says, You know, if, if there's 50 people, don't destroy it. If there's 40, don't destroy it. If there's 30, don't destroy it. But the interesting thing here is, Abraham was a rich, powerful man. The widow is a poor woman who has nothing. She's a second-class citizen, and she's lowest of the low, and she has no way of earning any financial means. She's desperate. She's below the bread line, and yet here she is able to come to this judge who represents God, and to plead her case, and to get justice the third story you get is where people are bringing their children and babies to jesus so that he can bless them and the disciples thinking that they are the guys who know what's what try and stop people doing that because they they know that jesus doesn't want to be bothered with these children and babies and that sort of thing but jesus actually stops the disciples and said hang on a minute you got this the wrong way around these children represent the kingdom of god these babies represent the way god works and the kingdom of God is theirs. The kingdom of God does not belong to Pharisees. The kingdom of God belongs to children. The kingdom of God belongs to the youngsters. And the disciples, who are the proud ones, thinking they've got it all right, get rebuked, and the humble children get accepted. And what fascinates me about the story, of course, is that if you know anything about children, the uh, interesting thing about these, about children, is, of course, they speak their mind. They're not polite all the time. They vote with their feet. They say what they think. They speak out and i think there's something about that that jesus is applauding that children just are they don't have the same kind of front that adults have they are straightforward funny quirky curious lots of things we can probably think of and uh, we mustn't forget that that jesus applauds that and perhaps encourages us as adults to do that a little bit more and so then we come to the story in the middle of those two which is the one that i'm speaking on today And that's about the Pharisee and the tax collector. So you put all those three together, they have three pictures of pride and humility. And in all of them, it's the underdog who gets lifted up, the persistent widow who has nothing, the little children who are being shoved aside, and the tax collector who has no means of justifying himself before God. He's the one who actually gets a pat on the back, gets lifted up, gets sent away with the blessing, with the help, with the encouragement. So I don't know where you see yourself in these stories, because that's the point of parables and stories like this, is that we, we look for ourselves in them. We could be any one of those characters today. I don't know which one you are, but if you are in the category of the widow or the tax collector or the little child, then I hope and pray that you'll feel a little lifted up. That was Dave's podcast. Thanks very much for listening.